the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. My co-host is missing in action again this week. He's out enjoying life a little bit, which we should all get out and do here and there. Nothing wrong with that, that's for sure. But I do appreciate you joining me this morning. As uh, we're here to discuss anything automotive related, you can give us a call, 1-888-344-1170, as the opening says. 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, I'm happy to talk to you about. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, a couple things. Um, one is uh, has to do with that pesky check engine light or malfunction indicator light or, or mill light or whatever you want to call it, check engine light on your dash and when it comes on and what it means and what are the most common uh, issues uh, along with uh, it coming on. So... Uh, just, uh, some really good stuff as far as that goes. And any, like I said, anything else automotive related you guys want to talk about, we're happy to, uh, to do so. We, I should say me, I'm happy to do so with you this week. Kevin will probably be back next week and, uh, or Kevin will be back next week. Um, so, and we'll, uh, continue on from there as we head, uh, through December. It's hard to believe that the, uh, um, uh, um, years almost over. I mean, here we are in December, um, already the fourth of December. Uh, we got uh, you know a few weeks left, and we'll be at the end of the year and off into twenty twenty two, which uh, um, it's quite amazing. It's been a uh, an interesting couple of years. Um, in the car business, we've been busy, but. Uh, as far as that goes, as far as repair, um, I was just talking to a client the other day. Um, we were discussing uh, um, cars and considering, you know, uh, what to do to repair the car or not to repair the car. Actually, he was talking about his wife's car, and that uh, um, you know she was trying to decide. She, she, she kind of wanted to, to get a new car, and I and we were talking about, well, man, you better look around before you make a decision to do that. Um, they ended up, uh, actually, I, I can't remember what it was Their uh, Her car had a major repair, but they ended up doing the repair, um, on her car because we were discussing after fact, but, but, um, he said, uh, that, uh, you know, they did look around and trying to find a car, you know, as far as that goes to actually purchase for what she wanted few and far between is a long wait. So I said the best bet is if you really want a car, I guess you could order one and then you drive your car and then obviously sell your car, trade your car and do whatever you're going to do with your car if you want to, if you're in a position to purchase a new car. But you just don't run down to the lot and grab one right now. There are lots of very sparse these days. So um, just one of the things and in, in where we've been in 2022 um, as far as things go with uh, cars and items like that, you know, and trying to purchase one. I guess uh, um, they'll start to eventually catch back up, but it's just weird. You drive through um, any of the auto parkways and all the car dealers, and and there's just very few cars on each lot. It's very interesting. So, anyway, let's uh, grab uh, Harry and Fallbrook real quick. Good morning, Harry. Oh, good morning. Um, I have a, a 2002 
data and uh, the digital, uh, the, the digital uh, on the dashboard that does the time, um, the where your uh, transmission is, and also the mileage has gone blank. Okay. And I I was smelling something burning the other day, and uh, and after that it it went blank. Okay. And before that, there was like a problem with the transmission. Uh, putting it, like, let's say I put it in neutral, it wouldn't show that on the digital. It would show something else. So it was kind of related to that also. I was just wondering, uh, can you bring all that together in your mind and, and kind of figure out where the problem might be? Well, most likely what's happened, um, there's a circuit board for that's built into the, in, that's called the instrument cluster. So what you're saying is the indicator of what gear you're in, that's all blank now. The mileage went blank uh, and, and there there was a, a, a digital clock in there. That's all That's all blank now is what you're saying. All in the And it's all in the instrument cluster. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So most likely, uh, uh, n- number one, the, the, uh, they use these little uh, diode lights for, like the park neutral drive thing. So when you said the new the the neutral went blank, it probably that little light went out or burned out is what happens. Um, sometimes the circuit boards in those clusters are repairable. Sometimes we just have to replace the whole cluster. It sounds to me like the smell you got in that that something short, shorted out good inside that circuit board, and therefore it took out those those items. Those items could all be powered on the same leg, which they probably are, uh, it through that circuit board. So something happened and. Those three items don't get power to them anymore, but most likely it's inside the cluster there. Where where is it? Where uh, is the cluster? The the cluster is the actual. You're looking at it. the 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 dash that piece comes out. We call that the cluster that has all the gauges in it, the uh, uh, oh. indicator and all that. That's all one piece. And on the back side of it, if you take it out, it has a circuit board on the back of it, and that's okay. what controls all those items. So it's kind of like a little module or computer if you want to say it's not really a computer signals come from the p- computer but it's 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 an electronic piece so as far as that goes and you'll see on the back of it the circuit board there's there's little diodes and chips and all kinds of things that that make everything operate okay now other than that uh it runs mm-hmm. uh, if if i don't want to go through the expense uh could i just leave it alone yeah so you it's really that doesn't make anything operate or drive properly on the vehicle. So, um, I mean, some things can out of that cluster, but those items there, uh, as long as everything's driving fine, then it, and as long as you know what gear you're in and and that uh, manually, I mean, you it's you're you're fine. You know, you obviously won't uh, you. Uh, so you said you said the you won't have an odometer in that. So, um, but how many miles are on the car? Uh about uh, about hundred thousand. Okay, so yeah, the the only problem with that is when you go to sell the car, obviously, yet and not that this matters to you, but you you obviously will have to check. You don't know the actual mileage because it's really difficult to uh, determine the mileage if the odometer's not working. Well, if that if that gets repaired, uh, will that bring the mileage back? Um, yes, if that one's repaired. Um, usually, what we do is if we replace one of those. Uh, as far as a cluster, we actually send in what the mileage of the vehicle was when we pull it out, and they program the new one if we replace the manufacturer programs the new one with the mileage in it so that it starts right where it left off, if that makes well, sense. How, how would you know, if you can't read it, how would you know what the mileage is? Well, so a lot of times uh, you can go in and find it inside there with with a factory scanner. We can look at all the data as far as that goes. If you can't, then you take a best guess or you just start at zero again. But then you also have to check the box, not the actual mileage on the vehicle because you, you don't know. So most of the time we can kind of figure it out. But, uh, you know, if you let it go for quite a bit of time, then it's really, you know, unless it, there's actually something in there. And a lot of these cars do inside the PCM ha- track the mileage in that where um, it can be actually found if you have factory software so a lot of times we can do that but it just depends on that vehicle and what options are available there's a lot of and what year did you say it was again 2002 okay 
may not. So it's hard hard to say. Being that of age, may not be able to find it. Okay, so the cluster that you're talking about is in the dash mm-hmm. and not in the transmission housing somewhere. Uh, no, sir. It's all it's all part of the instrument cluster there. That's what we're talking well, about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. No problem. Hey, thanks for listening. Have a safe and wonderful weekend. Thank you. You too. All right. Great. Take care. All right, folks, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 344 Just like Harry, anything automotive-related, uh, I'm happy to talk to you about one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We're going to take our first break here real quick. Uh, as you're listening to Auto Talk on the Answer San Diego and K-Praise, 1170 and 96.1. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I appreciate you joining me this morning. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related, and uh, we're here to chat with you for sure. We, as in me. So, but uh, yes, I do want to remind folks. Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up in the Escondido Auto Park. Over 28 years taking care of folks up there in North County, AAA approved and star certified. Along with uh, my East County location, West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue, uh, Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved and smog certified for over eight years out there taking care of folks in East County. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, uh, AAA approved and uh, uh, smog certified, taking care of folks right there in central San Diego for over four years. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road, Neastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified. Taking care of folks over there for uh, over two years in the Golden Triangle. All of us at West Automotive Group, me, myself, and employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio as we believe in, all believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. What that means to us is that uh, we would never recommend a service or repair on your vehicle. We wouldn't recommend to our own family members or our own vehicles. Stop in to have your vehicle service repaired and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. The West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Stop in, uh, ask any of our advisors or or my managers about this. They can get you set up with a card that you can use. On and on. It's like a credit card for the West Automotive Group, and it just uh, offers uh, six months no interest. You can also take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. If you think you're having a transmission problem, get your vehicle in, have it looked at by us. Uh, let's get it diagnosed properly. Very important. And uh, that way you're not spending money uh, on something that's not uh, needed. As I always tell folks, the best money ever spent in any repair is... Uh, a proper on a proper diagnosis with a qualified technician at a quality facility where you get the right answer. It will save you money in the long run every single time. So let's get your vehicle in, get it diagnosed properly, and go from there. You can also take advantage of our free shuttle rides to or from work or home, all four locations, and low-cost rental vehicles always available through our partners. Um, jump on jump on westautomotivegroup.com, and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That Once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com westautomotivegroup.com and from there you can also make appointments uh, see what we're all about etc um, you can also email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com and from westautomotivegroup.com you can go to the Automan TV from there where I'm the Automan on the CW and Fox 5 News uh, different times through the week different news um, and check those out they're posted there or you can also go to Auto Talk Radio where we put all our podcasts if you want to grab our podcast for downloads or what um, on the go, you can find them. Uh, they're available through just uh, go to the Answer San, San Diego 1170 
uh, in any of these podcast areas, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Radio.com, TuneIn, all of them. Just go to those. The answer is San Diego 1170, and you can find an Auto Talk Radio podcast from there. All right, folks, we're talking everything automotive, but I'm going to go to Fran first in Vista. Good morning, Fran. Good morning. I haven't heard you in such a long time since you changed channels. And I finally found out where Garden Talk came uh, online. Oh. And now I get to listen to you right afterwards, which is, is really fun to do. I haven't heard you in such a long time. I'm glad you f- you found us. Um, you're, you're up in Vista, Fran. Are you listening on 96.1 or are you listening on uh, AM? AM. AM, gotcha. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. And yeah, us and our, our Garden Talk have moved over here after the whole change up with the 760 yeah. thing so all, all good what what you got going on with brakes okay what what well this is i had a symptom so when i went into the dealership to have my oil change i explained to my advisor that i'm always sent to mm-hmm. and i explained the the problem i was having described it to her and she says oh that's the alignment so she says we'll have you in on another day so wednesday i went in and had the alignment done well, that didn't take care of the problem. When I drove away, I said I had the same problem. So I again brought it back. And I'm not telling you for a reason because I wanted you to see what you would have thought it would have been. Mm-hmm. So then I brought it back in and she said, and I explained to her the same symptoms. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, she says, oh, that's, that's the uh, uh, balance. And I said, what do you mean balance? Balancing the tires. I said, okay. So I went to discount tires yesterday, mm-hmm. and he says, no, it's not the balance because I gave him the same symptoms. So the symptoms that I was having is that when I'm, well, on surface street, it was minor. But when I was on the highway, you went to put the brake to slow down, and you're going at a fast rate of speed. The whole front end just shook terribly. And myself, I thought it was the brake, but she kept insisting. So I went back. To, you know, went after the dealership and, and went to them yesterday and talked to the manager there. And as soon as I gave him the problem with it shaking like that, he said, no, it's the brakes. Yeah, it's the war- front rotors are warped. Yeah. So Yeah, uh, but, but here, not- here's the thing that amazes me is that everybody you're talking to is just like diagnosing and putting down. See, what she really should have done is said, you know what? I think this is what it is, but here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have a technician take a look at it. I'm going to write down your symptoms that you're having. I'm going to give those to the technician. Yeah. And I, I don't know. We call that, we call that they're, they're doing parking lot diagnosis is what we call that. And, mm-hmm. and she's not a technician, so she shouldn't. And the symptoms should be given to, um, you know, at the West, you came into us, we'd say, well, it sounds like breaks, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to have the technician diagnose and then put in your exact symptoms. Client states when driving on the freeway, she applies the brakes, the whole front end of the vehicle shakes. We send the technician out to do it, and it's found the first time, and therefore you don't have not keep going to discount tire and then get coming back for an alignment and doing this. To, that sounds like a lot of work, friend. Well, it, it is, and that's why I'm getting very disappointed in the dealership because when I did the oil change, you're supposed to look at the brakes while they're doing the end. Uh, one time I'll have the brakes are good on my little thing on the uh, windshield. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing, and I haven't done anything to the brakes, it's good. Then the next time it's medium, and, and it goes back and forth. So <laughs> they're not really doing, and you would know exactly the description I, I gave you, but she never passed it on. She just said it was an alignment based yeah, she, on what I said to her. I, yeah, you know, and I'd, so I'd when like... I talked to the manager there, I said... That's not going to wash with me because brakes are a serious thing, and I don't want to wind up with an accident because it was the brakes and I had an alignment done. Correct. Yeah, yeah. and here, here's the thing that, uh, you, you know, to be honest with you, um, I'd like to say I'm surprised that this happened at the dealership, but I'm not surprised. Um, it, we get a lot of clients that come over to us be, just because of these kind of things. In the technician's defense... He probably didn't take the car ever. The people looking at your, you know, driving your or servicing your vehicle, the technician himself, he probably has never got it up on the freeway. And, and because nobody told him there was a symptom, he that they didn't even. the The thing that is concerning that I see a lot of too, and and we do, uh, you wouldn't looking at the brakes visually, you can't see the problem that you're talking about. 
Uh, Not unless there's hot spots on the rotor. That would be the only indication visually. Um, mm-hmm. But warpage of the rotor, you can't visually see. It's 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 uh, so small that it's an eye can't pick it up unless you put a, a run-out gauge or what's called a dial indicator on it. I'm getting kind of technical here. But there's no reason to do that unless you think there's a problem you want to check for it. Um, so really, the, the biggest downfall there was that the person, uh, your advisor is not documenting what you're saying. She's not listening, and she's not paying attention to what you're saying, and therefore she's not documenting it properly, and therefore nobody's looking for it. The technician had no idea. You know, he, he gets right. a paper that says alignment. He's like, oh, okay, well, preventive maintenance alignment, which should be done, you know, uh, yearly. If you drive 15,000 to 20,000 miles a year, you should get alignment done yearly. It extends life year to So he, that's probably just his thought. He drove it, made sure when he was done, it drove straight and the steering wheel straight and all that and gave it back and said, okay, my job's done. So uh, it's unfortunate that, uh, um, once again, it, they, there's a uh, loss of communication there at the service drive. Yeah. Now, I have another question now that they've done the alignment, and I've been riding the car like that with, you know, I'm being very careful on the highway not to go too fast, so I have plenty of time to slow down, you know, holding on steering wheel <laughs> that is shaking. But now, does that mean that the alignment might have gone off because of the shaking and shimming? Um, no, usually not. It won't knock it. What kind of car are we talking about, Fran? I should have asked. Um, a uh, Equinox, Chevy Equinox. Oh, Chevy Equinox, Okay. Um, no, it shouldn't knock the alignment out. Okay. I, I, not, I mean, unless it's depends on how, vi- <laughs> I presume the rotors are, ju- are just warped and, and it, although it seems like a lot of shaking, um, I, I, I doubt that it's going to knock the alignment out. It's very okay. uncommon. Okay. Because the manager said that he, um, he's going to take it in on Tuesday and make sure that it is done properly this time and that it is the brakes and take care of that. Okay. And he explained to me something similar about, you know, what was the problem area. Everybody knew it except for her, for the advisor. So I am changed to another advisor now, and I think hopefully that will change something, you know, so. Yeah, so uh, once again, if you're – even if you switch to somebody new, just just – the one thing you need to watch out, and I always tell clients, um, you know, mm-hmm. we're very big at this at the West Hub, but when you go and just make sure, hey, put down what I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I need the technician. These are the symptoms, and they should be putting the symptoms on the repair order so the technician sees them and says, oh, I need to drive this vehicle on the freeway, or I need to – I always I – don't, I don't understand that, why they – and this, this is where you end up. To me, it's common sense, but to some people, it's not. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate, and I'm so glad that I know where you're at now on the radio and what time. And right after Garden Talk, boom, I get another good show to listen to. So, Well, thanks for listening, Fran. You have any other questions, you let me know. And let me know how this works out on the breaks here in a week or so. I, I will do. Thank you so much. Brian. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. So, really, uh, it's a great question. That We see this, and it happens a lot with folks. And uh, they're just not listening in the service drive. I mean, I... I don't know why. Um, it is so much easier to fix a car if you listen to the client and what they're trying to tell you. And ask we ask a lot of questions. So if she came in and said, hey, uh, um, let's say Fran came in to us and said to us, um, the vehicle, the front of it vibrates or I'm feeling a vibration. When? when? Well, on the freeway usually. Okay, that's great. Um, just driving down the freeway. No, no, when I apply the brakes. Those simple things put on a repair order make it so easy for a technician to go out and duplicate the concern, and the tech would be like, oh, rotors are probably warped. Bring it back. Put it in the shop. Put a round eye gauge on them. Okay, the rotors are warped this much. It's out of spec. It's too much. That's what's causing a vibration. We need to do front brakes on the vehicle so or rear brakes, but it's more common to have the front brakes uh, um, as far as that get warped, So, and it can happen on any vehicle, and, and if somebody was paying attention... Uh, poor Fran wouldn't have had to got an alignment, wouldn't have had to uh, uh, um, go get the balance checked on her car, wouldn't have had to, you know, so make a prime example. I, I call, um, I was working in El Cajon yesterday uh, covering for uh, Sherman. Um, he, he works uh, there in the office and he's going to one of our schools. Uh, my guys are all, even customer service guys are always getting trained along with the technicians. We're at, at the West Automotive Group. We're big on that. Everybody going to school and keeping up on everything and knowing what's going on. 
Um, I never want these kind of things to ever happen at my company, like with Fran, that we're sending her all over the place or having her come back like 12 times. It does happen sometimes. Cars don't always cooperate, but I don't. It should never happen from lack of communication between you and the client finding out what's going on with the vehicle. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's one, one of those things. And I was out there uh, uh, working in El Cajon this week and uh, um, just, you know, always ask the questions like what, what, what's happening with this car? What's going on with that car? How, how does, you know, and talking to clients and things that, that uh, as far as they go. And it's all about questions because everybody that comes in has a different concern with their car. Trust me. So just, uh, um, and we have to get the information to get the car fixed right. So that's what it's about. But uh, we always want to make sure that a client's taken care of and, and not be running around like that. So, but uh, give us a call here, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Us, me. I mean, I'm always saying us because Kevin's usually here with me, but he's not here today. But one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Give me a give me a call here, and we'll talk to you about anything automotive related, like Harry and Fran, and I don't care what you got, but I'm happy to uh, discuss it with you. And uh, tell your friends about us here on uh, eleven seventy and ninety six point one FM. Uh, you know, we, uh, moved from one spot that we were in for quite a few years. If you, uh, folks listening to us over there previously for auto talk radio, now we're over here and, uh, um, found a home to stay and, and, uh, just, uh, um, you guys, uh, reach out and tell your friends that we're over here listening. I keep running into folks all the time when I'm in different locations. I'm like, Oh, I used to listen to you on the air all the time on Saturday mornings. And I'm like, Hey, we got a new home. So this is where we're at. So anyway. Definitely check us out for sure. All right, folks, we're going to take our last break here real quick. But give us a call here, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and Cape Rays, 1170 and 96.1. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and we are talking all things automotive for sure. Give us a call here, one 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, and I'm happy to talk to you about it. So that's what we're here talking about is cars, trucks, vehicles, etc. I do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other automotive-related batteries at the West Automotive Group for one simple re- reason. Interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries. Um, they also are the world number one technician-recommended battery. So Interstate batteries, battery for every need. Uh, grab yourself uh, one by going to westautomotivegroup.com. Make an appointment, get in, and we'll install an interstate in your vehicle if you need a battery. One of the cool things that we do battery-wise also is uh, when your vehicle comes in and uh, we're doing a regular service on it, like oil change that, we always run the interstate battery tester on it to know, let you know uh, uh, where the life of your battery is. In other words, you know, um, the tester actually shows, you know, good, marginal, should replace. And when you get to should replace, that doesn't mean your car's not going to start tomorrow, but it does mean that it's on the way to not starting sometime. And usually, most inconvenient time, I got to be honest with you. It's how batteries die. They just do. They die when you don't want them to. So interstate battery, a battery for every need. Um, if you need, uh, like I said, a battery for your vehicle, westautomotivegroup.com and make an appointment. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa, 70th and University. I love interstate batteries. Actually, and they are an amazing company. I love partnering with them. Uh, they just, their quality, their customer service, they're great peeps. So all good. All right, uh, 1-888-344-1170. We're going to grab Curtis real quick. Good morning, Curtis. Thank you, Brian. How are you doing today, my friend? Oh, mighty fine. Uh, what 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 kind of car are we talking about? 
1997 Geo Metro, awesome. one, uh, one liter, three-cylinder, uh, manual transaxle. It's about the transaxle. Gotcha, gotcha. What's going on with it? About mm, about five years ago, uh, I was changing the CV shaft, and I couldn't get the new one in because the C-clip came off the old shaft and stayed inside the tranny. God, I hate when that happens. I hated it too, but <laughs> with the mirror and backwards uh, viewing through the mirror, I got the uh, C-clip pried out of its groove, turned sideways, and then I went to grab it with the needle nose, and I did not grab it right. I pushed it into the tranny. Oh, and, no. And I didn't want to take tranny out and uh, have someone dissemble it or anything. Uh-huh. So, yeah, as soon as I drove it, it went, it, it ground. It damaged the first and second gear synchros. Oh, yeah. And then first gear, I couldn't engage for about a year, and then it did. And on the oil change, I got part, yeah, more of the C-clip out. <laughs> Go ahead. It's okay, because it's, it's freaking hilarious how... One mistake of not pulling the C-clip out but pushing it into the tranny has caused me a lot of problems. But I'll get to the point. Um, so, But I continued driving it and changing the oil a lot because I knew um, I was grinding a little bit. But mm-hmm. I, was, I was shifting it carefully. But the first and second gear synchros were bad. Then I started to get clunk, like drive shaft clunk or a C- CV shaft. Mm-hmm. It wasn't those. I replaced those. But uh, I did an engine overhaul after that. And the thrust bearing and all the clearances were good, but the thrust bearing uh, clearance has gotten a little excessive, mm-hmm. and uh, my oil pressure dropped. So anyhow, but I was I was continuing to get a bang when I hit a, hit the gas hard and going into second gear, but it wasn't a CB shaft problem. So so I'm just uh, I talked to a transmission guy and he said it could be the slider shaft. Something else is damaged inside the tranny, but. Uh, well, I, and that that's a transaxle, so it also could be in, in the the final drive part of it, um, because that's where the axles go in, and that going through there, there could be a bunch of backlash in that now. So okay, yeah. well then, then the, then the the banging noise could be down there. Uh, it, as as the uh, it's the transmission is engaging with the CV shafts. Correct. Yeah. So because you, you the the CV shafts go into what's called the final drive of that because it's a transaxle. So it's all unlike a rear wheel drive where you have a transmission, then you have a differential in the rear. Um, so that clip had to go through all that when it fell down through there and went inside, you know, to the rest of the trans where it messed up. You said uh, first and second gear. You're having synchro issues in that. Uh so it could have created a wear on that, and now between the 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 ring and the and the pinion drive off of it, um, there's just a bunch of play in it, and that could be where you're getting that that bang. Then then I shouldn't jump. Uh, when I put this motor, I did an overhaul to the engine about uh, uh, shortly after I I uh, uh, damaged the tranny with the uh, C clip going through it. Gotcha. Um, and I know um, all the clearances and the thrust, the uh, the engine crankshaft in play was just about three thousands. Okay. But it became, um, anyhow, I've got the engine apart and the uh, the crankshaft in play increased about eight thousands. Oh. And I think that's what caused my oil pressure to drop and I had to go to thicker oil to quiet down the rods. But the, uh, the rods and the mains, those clearances are good. Is there any way in your mind that the... Uh, that slamming is actually jamming against the crankshaft, putting, just put a little extra wear on that thrust bearing, or, or no? No. So um, a lot of times, and, and I don't, I'm not, I mean, when we see a thrust bearing, it, can, it could be a couple things. It could be it just wasn't getting enough lube properly. No uh, damage to the thrust on the crank. That surface looks squeaky nice. Perfect. So, well, they, you caught it before because... Uh, I've seen those where they actually the thrust bearing wears into the side of the crankshaft, and then also you know destroy. You can destroy the block too. I've seen them where they they move enough you can grab a hold of them and don't 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 move them back and forth. Um, but depends. I mean, wear from that also can come from like riding the, that somebody that rests their foot on the clutch pedal. Yeah, I never do that. Okay, have you you owned the car since new or almost new? Okay, huh. so I'm just I'm just trying to troubleshoot. Uh, a, uh, if, I'm trying to figure out if my trans, transaxle was contributing to my, uh, oh, only 40,000 40, miles on the sloppy overhaul I did on the engine. Yeah. And that, that, that thrust bearing clearance shouldn't be there. 
No. Uh, it, it wasn't 8,000 when I put it together. It was like two or three. three yeah. More than four. Huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, the only the, so a manual transmission, the transmission itself, um, the only way that it could uh, <clears throat> put pressure on the crankshaft is if uh, something like the pilot bearing was not installed all the way and it's pushing on the on the the tip of the uh, input shaft. But you would hear that. I mean, it would it would make noise. So. Um, you know, the other time on automatics when we see them take out a thrust bearing, it's because uh, we used to see this a lot on Chevy uh, 400 transmissions. The converter would overheat and balloon, and when it ballooned, it would push on the back of the, and we saw it a lot on 454 motors, it would push on the back of the crankshaft continuously and would wear out the thrust bearing. So, um, But something has to be either pushing on it or internally it was having a lubrication concern or 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 just the bit something i don't know could have been a bad thrust bearing too from the get you know put in and it just wore so um you're saying now you have eight thousands worth of play in it now yeah wow something something worn it out yeah yeah you're gonna have to take a good look at all that but i'm having the machine uh, i'm having the engine machined and the crank turned and the block board but um, there you go so i asked the guy to look i didn't look that close at the back of the crankshaft where yeah, the uh, just pilot make, pushing goes. Yeah, make sure it's not all uh, something's put pushing on the back of the crankshaft is what but, you'd be looking for. But on the very nose of the transaxle, the input shaft is what goes into the back of the crank, right? Input shaft? Correct, but it does not touch anything except for the, the where the uh, um, pilot bearing is, rides on, on the nipple that sticks out on the front of that. So, yeah, but, I see. I see a nice wear groove from like uh, on the uh, on the very tip of the input shaft that rides inside the back of the uh, uh, th- uh, pilot bushing. Yes, yeah, but the very tip of it shouldn't be touching inside the crankshaft. And if and it, and and that bushing, if installed properly, just all it does is supports the end of the input shaft there, the front of it. It doesn't push on it, so it shouldn't be in any contact where it has lateral on it at all. It's just there to support. The, the front of the uh, the input shaft, if that makes sense. Okay, keep so it in can, line. Get back to the banging noise. That you you think that's just so, somehow the the C clip did damage and there's slop in between. Would you call it the uh, the ring and pinion? Yeah, basically the ring and pinion side there, which is a final drive because it's a transfer gate. I'm not a trans a transaxle. Did my instincts say I could drive this tranny another fifty to a hundred thousand miles because I can I can shift it with poor synchros. You, mm. you know, you just got to do it right. But shoot, I'd go through the tranny while you got the engine out. I mean, you pulled the trans out also. Right. Okay, all right. It's no, easy now. It's out. Yeah. So. Right. Okay. All righty. All righty. If we can help you out, let let us know, Curtis. Hey, thanks for your call, and have a wonderful, safe weekend. Yeah, I'll fix it while the tra- uh, got the engine out. You're right. Thank gotcha. You. Yeah, let us know how it comes together, all right? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye. So, great questions when it comes to, well, that's a lot of thrust uh, wear on that uh, motor, but. I don't know. Those are cool little cars. I don't know if anybody's know the one liter three cylinder. Like you could pick the motor up out of the car. You don't need a don't need a hoist or a cherry picker. You just pick it up. So e- easy to get out, quick and easy to build too. All right, let's go to uh, Steve in Oceanside real quick. Steve's got a question. Good morning, Steve. Hey, I've I've been looking at a Ford Fusion, uh-huh. uh, actually a twenty ten. Okay. Yeah, we rented a uh, twenty nineteen, but. Do you do you see any inherent problems with uh, fusion? Not specifically, no. I mean, we the hybrid we serv- actually. What I'm yeah, actually, we, I should, yeah. We service a lot of them, but uh, um, not. I mean, is if you're asking me, is there anything that I would say you should stay away from that car? Not specifically, no. Yeah, the the hybrid is what I was looking at, and that's what we got. You know, uh, fifty miles a gallon. How how, of, how many miles are on this uh, twenty ten? We, I have it. Uh, I'm just looking. Oh, so you you don't have well. a specific car. You were just looking at the, around that uh, age of vehicle. Yeah. The, okay. There's a big price difference between the 2010s and it was car of the year, uh, and then, uh, uh, but the regenerative uh, battery is what really helped on the gas mileage. So that's, that's why I didn't know if there's any battery issues with them. Um. 
we've seen here and there. It depends on how the car was driven, to be honest with you. But, I mean, you're going to be looking at a car 10 years old. If it's been driven, though. it's going to have 100,000 miles on it. So Yes, both of them are 100 plus. Correct, yeah. So um, thoughts on that, you know, the, uh, um, I mean, components do fail on them. We have replaced uh, 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 the hybrid batteries on them and, and other components. Um, but don't see a high rate of failure. And when I say you really do want one that's been driven a hundred thousand miles, and the reason why is anything. If you get find a ten year old car that's a hybrid that's been uh, uh, um, driven only like fifty thousand miles, so like five thousand miles a year, um, you're gonna find either that battery's already been replaced because hybrids don't like to sit as much as overdriving a vehicle. They the the system has to operate and the battery has to. Uh, be charged regularly and stay otherwise they die and I'll, I'll tell you this we we have an agency that we do a ton of priuses for and they're like 10 years old some of them have like ten thousand miles on them they put hybrid batteries in these things i don't even know why they bought hybrids i think they must have got some kind of tax write-off on it for sure but they put hybrid batteries in these things because the batteries die on them it's not the mileage it's that they're not getting used properly so that's that, that's one thing you do need to look at with a with a uh, hybrid, um, as far as that goes. If the vehicle's not not been used properly, then the battery can become an issue. Yes, or it's already been replaced. One of the two. Roughly, what are the batteries cost to replace? Jeez, they vary. Um, so the the scariest one I've seen is some of the Nissan hybrid batteries, where you like go to we go get a car in, and it's like oh to replace the batteries ten thousand dollars. By, yeah, the time, by the time you're done, so that car's not worth it. Any, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, so um, you you have to be very careful. But on a fusion, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, okay. I just remembered the alt the uh, the Maxima one because the Nissan one because I was like, holy smokes, I'm not buying one of those cars because <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. So the car basically became not worth fixing you know what i mean very quickly so yeah. you, you don't want to go down that road um if you were to call one of my just to get an idea if you want to buy one of these what a what a, a replacement battery would cost um it we you know give one of my uh um like uh, escondido location a call they can look it up for you if you give them the year okay. and stuff like that just tell them what you're uh you know talk to my guys there just tell them what you're uh um I'm thinking of doing and purchasing this vehicle and you just wanted to see about, you know, if you had to replace the hybrid battery about what it would run. And we can, we can, we can do that for you just so you have some knowledge if you want to. Yeah. That's, that's the base thing is that, because that's what I've heard. Some of the Prius batteries, they're five grand to replace, but there's supposed to be a place in Miramar that replaces for $2,500. And that the red light comes on for me is that how does, how does that work when you, you're so, replacing the, you know half the price? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, the Prius batteries aren't real. You they're usually re- installed. Even a factory battery is like yeah forty five hundred dollars something like that. Um, and those are the ones we used. Here, here's what happened. So when the hybrids and here's what that place is doing. Um, they test and then they swap out cells. If they uh, they you can that battery's made up of um, numerous cells obviously and any bad cells they pull out and they call it remanufacturing here's the problem every time we've used one of those batteries it failed and i mean it fails in short order here's the biggest problem it's a three-hour job to get that battery in and out of that car it's not like you know you need to think about this with a hybrid battery if you've ever seen what they look like they're big they're heavy um they don't, it's not like replacing <clears throat> your normal car battery starter battery. Well, you're thinking like, you know, 20 minutes, I'm in and out here, you know, it's not that. So there's a ton of labor. And so when those things continue, and I've had people say, oh, well, they give a year warranty on them. Yeah. Do you want to, do you actually want to pay $400 in labor every time you need pretty soon? You're up to the cost of if you just would have put a good battery in from, you know, an OEM style battery and gone from there. So we mm-hmm. tend to only use hybrid batteries, OEM batteries. Because the other ones, they have problems. Those re- when okay. poor people reman them, and I hate to say, that. I wish there was a better option. But um, and don't get me wrong, the factory ones are, are re- remanned also. But they, when like Toyota, they reman them with replacing all the cells and all that. So there's only certain parts they use out of them versus the these lower cost ones. They're just swapping out cells is all they're yeah. doing. So if that makes sense. No, oh no, I truly understand. It's just. There are a thousand little uh, 
single cell batteries all put in line. So yeah, and and you know what, you bring up a good point, and the point to that is it it you can't ne- you never can get this if something like that's a, such a low cost, you know, half the price. Uh, something's up, right? It's not the same. There's yeah. there's something different. You you just can't get the same quality out of something like that. So too good to be true, I call it, as my, my father used to say to me. If it's too good to be yep. true, it probably is. So <laughs> Yep. All good. Uh hopefully that helps you out, Steve. If you have any it, other it, questions, let me know. Yeah. It's just I was I've you know, gas has gone crazy and so we've got a couple trips. We we've rented cars in the past to uh use on trips and that's that's absolutely crazy now. You can five rentals you can buy a car <laughs> yeah almost although so. uh, i will tell you this um you, you do great research to figure out if you like car if you you know really think you want to buy a car doing what you did and renting it and driving it for a couple yeah. days is a good practice versus just going and doing a, a drive somewhere before you buy a car you know a 10 mile drive 10 mile drive well, well that was the deal you know if we go to vegas you know, that's a good, you got hills, you got everything else. And, and you, we keep it, you know, you rent it for a week is cheaper than for three days. You got so it. Then you got it before you got it after. And you could do that for like $150. And, and then now it's like $500. <laughs> so if you rent it, you know, the three day uh, cost was the same as a week cost. And it was, uh, yeah, right at $350. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's gone crazy. But yeah, we it, it, it well, parts. and everything is right now, my friend. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we need some more American-made parts. There you go. There you go. <laughs> for sure. That's it. For sure. Okay, thank you, Brian. Thanks for the call, Steve. You be safe out there. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Uh, so great insight there, and you know, you, that's one of my things. Like. In, in rental cars right now, so rental car companies, I don't know if you folks paying attention, one of the things that they did was uh, um, they have uh, um, gone ahead and uh, got rid of their a lot of their inventory during the COVID thing in 2020 because of what was uh, going on. They didn't want a bunch of inventory, a car sitting around. So they went ahead and, and got now, now getting their inventory back is a problem, and so... Car rentals can be a bit tough. Uh, same same reason because like you go to a car lot, there's no cars there to purchase, right? So new car lot as far as that goes. Um, used cars have gone way up in value. They're harder to get a hold of. Good. I mean, it's just it's uh, uh, it, the whole market has kind of been affected like with multiple other things. So it's one of those things. But uh, just a great uh, as far as uh, Steve was saying, it's just a great idea to you're thinking about buying a certain type of car, if you can rent it for a few days or a week or whatever and take it and drive it, gives you a good idea on that make model, you know, checking the blind spots. It's not the exact car you're buying, obviously, but it's the make and model and all the little features and how it drives. And that's going to be all kind of the same. So it's a great way to go. It's a good way to get it all figured out and and, uh, go as far as that goes. So um, just great stuff. Anyway, uh. Wow, man, the hour flew by. We, I, God, I appreciate you guys all calling me. I, I, I love talking to you. I love your questions. Um, I, I like to have everybody interactive uh, in in uh, the whole program. It, it really works out well. So um, it's good stuff. Uh, and I, like I said, appreciate everybody joining in and, and being part of the show and and uh, great stuff. We were supposed to talk about the most trauma, common trouble codes, and um, we're gonna quickly run out of time here. Um, but. Uh, um, the show, that's what the show was about. Um, but regardless, I'd almost rather talk about anything you guys want to talk about automotive related. Um, and that's why, like I said, I appreciate your calls in. Um, instead of talking about this real quick, I'm going to talk about a problem that we're seeing a lot of you guys have probably seen in the news and some people are, are, are when it comes to uh, catalytic converters being stolen, it's happening a lot and it's still um, I see, I don't know, you guys are probably wherever you live, if you're part of that next door thing, you know, I, I watch that next door and the post people, people are still amazed that they're being stolen. There are ways to prevent your catalyst from being stolen. If you have a, if you have a Prius, we have what's called a cat shield where you can put on the car. If yours has never been stolen and you want to protect it, reach out to the westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment or give us a call at either location and 
we can get you an estimate on that. There's if you don't have a Prius, like uh, one of my uh, um, good friends, her her vehicle is an SUV. They stole it off of there. We put what's called a cat cable on that thing. It'll prevent it from being stolen ever ever again. You can't cut it off with that thing on there. Uh, if they were to cut it off, it takes a lot of work, so it's just not going to happen. Um, they will move on to the next one, and that's what it's all about. So uh, reach out to the westautomotivegroup.com if you want to learn about protecting your catalyst. Some vehicles are almost impossible to steal them off where they're at. They're just not, uh, and we can tell you that also. So it just depends. Uh, but uh, they are out there doing it. I had a guy drive in yesterday to El Cajon, and he's at Dodge Dakota, and he says, uh, I th- he says, do you hear my exhaust leak? I said, yeah, let me guess. They stole your converter. Interesting story. They stole his converter, his neighbor's converter, all that. They drove down the street, got in a car wreck, and the sheriff's department caught him. And he had his converter with him. I said, well, we can weld that bad boy back. We'll put it back on for you. That's what we're going to do. So anyway, uh, just to keep in mind without question. San Diego and everybody else out there, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Uh, I appreciate you joining me here at Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 and Praise. Um, you guys are what help make the show. That's what, why I get up every Saturday morning to do it. Cause I enjoy doing it because you're all listening and that's great stuff. Uh, Kevin should be back next week. I hope he's enjoyed his vacation. He went to Ohio to visit my father and my brother and, and everybody there and all the fam. So hopefully he's enjoying, uh, and we'll look forward to having him back next week. Everybody be safe. Be good. This has been auto talk radio on the answer San Diego until next Saturday. Answers to all your automotive questions. Tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com and click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.